Chapter 45, December 2001, age 46. Anthony Tony Pep Trentacosto was one of the wise guys from the old neighborhood in Brooklyn. He was friends with Alberto Davaccio and would frequent his club next to the candy store where Robert worked as a teenager. Years later, when Robert was in Florida working for Nikki, Robert reconnected with Tony Pep. In early December of 2001, while the United States was still grieving from the Al-Qaeda attack on September 11th, Robert flew to Florida to testify against Tony Pep. He and two other men, Frederick Fat Freddy Massaro and Ariel Hernandez, were accused of conspiring to murder an exotic dancer whom they believed was a government informant. As Robert walked through the gate at the Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport, Thankful to have his feet back on the ground, two men in slacks and blazers discreetly approached him. Mr. Borelli? Robert recognized one of the agents from when he first started cooperating with the government. I'm Agent Grover. Yeah, we've met before. Right, this is Agent Cruz. The two men acknowledged each other. After claiming his baggage, the agents escorted Robert to their car and drove him to a secure location where he slept and ate during the entirety of his time in Florida. The following day, Grover and Cruz picked Robert up and brought him to the same federal building he visited years earlier when he made the decision to become a federal witness. This time, he had no handcuffs. He went into the office of Assistant U.S. Attorney Lawrence Lavecchio, who stood from behind his desk. After introducing himself and shaking Robert's hand, Lavecchio said, We've got a lot of work to do, so let's get started. He sat back down and opened a manila folder with a white label on it. I've gone through your statements and read what you said about Mr. Trent Acosta. Oh yeah? Well, what did I say? Robert said, half joking. I can't tell you that. I can't coerce you in any way to say something, even a reminder of what you said. Why not, if I already said it? It could compromise our case if I did. All I need you to do tomorrow is be completely honest when you testify. I'll ask you questions about Mr. Trent Acosta and you answer them. The defense attorney will then get up and ask you questions too. You answer them truthfully, that's all. Robert shrugged. Okay, I have no problem with that. We appreciate your cooperation, Mr. Borelli. I know you're putting yourself out there by doing this, but we have a chance to see justice done for a woman who was brutally murdered but I don't know anything about a murder Tony Pep committed. We know you don't, and we don't expect you to say anything like that. Again, honesty all the way down the line. Whenever I ask you a question, just answer me to the best of your knowledge. All eyes were on Robert as he was summoned into a full courtroom the following morning. He went through the gate and straight to the witness stand, where the bailiff had him place his hand on the Bible and lift his right hand. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? A flash of what Robert said to Patricia the night before went through his head. He was nervous about his upcoming testimony, and so they prayed together over the phone, asking God to give him the strength to not only be a witness for the government, but also be a witness for him. I do. State your name for the court. Robert Engel, he said, careful to use his old last name. The bailiff gestured toward the witness stand. Robert stepped in and sat down. Lavecchio approached him. 
His line of questioning revolved around Robert's stay in Florida when he was living with his mother and working for Nikki. At the time, Tony Pep was in charge of the Gambino family's operations in Florida. A meeting took place in which Nikki, Robert, and Tony Pep attended. Robert testified that during the meeting, Tony Pep referred to Fat Freddy as, quote, being with him, meaning he was part of Tony Pep's crew. With this connection, the federal government was able to tie Tony Pep to the murder of the dancer, even though it was Fat Freddy who gave the order for her execution. Thank you, Mr. Engel. Lavecchio turned toward the defense's table. Your witness. For the first time, Robert looked at Tony Pep and Fat Freddy, who was being tried simultaneously with his boss. Their expressions were tame and unthreatening, but Robert could sense the hatred they had for him. He was one of them at one time, and he knew the workings of a twisted mind as good as the next guy. There was no fear, though being in a courtroom was not his idea of a tranquil setting. Instead, he felt sorry for the men, even though he didn't have his personal connection to them as he did others. Like him, they were products of a delusion. Trent Acosta and Massaro's attorney approached Robert. Mr. Engel, you've been in the witness protection program for what? Two years now. Yes, I have been cooperating with the government, he said, skating around the fact that he was no longer in the program. And the U.S. Attorney's Office promised to protect you while you were in the program. Is that right? Yes, it is. They promised you a new identity, a new place to live, living expenses. Is that also right, Mr. Engel? Yes, it is. And they promised you this expenses-paid new life in exchange for your testimony against certain individuals, right? They helped me settle into a new place and get my life started, that's all. In exchange for your testimony against men you used to associate with. Robert felt his heart pounding hard against his chest. They asked me to testify, yes. And this isn't the first time you've testified against someone, is it? Actually, it is. And what happened on the last case you were supposed to testify? I believe they took a plea. The case the attorney was talking about involved Nikki and Lenny, who were currently serving time in a federal penitentiary. So you really didn't have to do much of anything, the attorney said as he turned to face the jury. Basically, the government pays you to live a leisurely life, and all you have to do is, quote, testify for them. Robert couldn't believe the audacity of the attorney to insinuate that I would lie. I told you they don't pay me, and life in the witness protection program ain't what it's made out to be. You're out there with no family, no friends. You live with a lot of uneasiness. You see a guy in the grocery store who looks out of place, and it makes you wonder if he was sent to whack you. Sure, the government gives you a couple of bucks to get started, but after that you're on your own. Robert started trembling. So don't call it a leisurely life. And don't act like I'm going to say anything just to get paid. That insults me. I've missed out on so much of my life. I haven't seen my daughter in years. A tear broke loose and trickled down his cheek. I couldn't even go to my own mother's funeral. Realizing his scheme to discredit Robert backfired, the defense attorney returned to his table with no more questions. Robert returned to San Antonio the next day. A couple of weeks later, he learned that the jury found Tony Pep and Fat Freddy guilty of several charges, including racketeering and murder. 
Within several years, both men died in a federal prison while serving out their sentences.